You're listening to The Long Game Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Scaiano. I have been thinking a lot about visibility as of late, my own visibility and the visibility necessary for my clients to drum up business online. So it is so fitting that today's conversation fell right into this topic. My guest is Chef Rama, a Culinary Arts Institute of America trained private chef, holistic health counselor, educator, and teacher. Also a mom of three, wife and daughter, family plays a big role in Rama's business. You know, I've always admired Rama for her attitude to dive right in with her cooking demos and her visibility online. You know, she seriously can add videographer, production manager, and more to her talent list because as an entrepreneur, she's had to master her own visibility. Today, Chef Rama reflects on what helped her prepare for her virtual pandemic pivot. She shares how visibility recently landed her on Food Network's Chopped. And she says out loud for the first time, some things coming down her pipeline. You know, right? Say it out loud and it will come to fruition. So today, the long game is visibility with Chef Rama. You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The Long Game is my approach to business, the actual day-in and day-out philosophy that you have to show up, you have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. All right, everybody, I am so excited for today's guest. So this person is near and dear to my heart. I mean, I have had the Lassie milkshake that she has created, and I just love to be able to dive into all of her goodness. So today with me is Rama from wannabechef.com, and um, welcome, Rama. Hi, everybody. She is a personal chef and also does online classes, parties, virtual events as well. So we're really going to dive in and get, oh, and she's going to reveal a little secret that she's got too um, along the way. So welcome, Rama. Tell us about, like, give us a little overview for those people who are listening and need to be introduced to you. Yeah, sure. Well, thank you for having me. First thing, I absolutely love podcasts and I've been a big fan of yours since day one. So super excited to be here. Thank you. I am a chef and mom of three. I always say the mom of three part because my kids play such a huge part of my business. So I went to the Culinary Institute of America, graduated there, did all the fun cooking stuff, worked in the city for a bit in New York City, got some really great fine dining experience until I realized that I'm never going to survive at getting paid $8 per hour and working 14 hours a day. I'm I'm just not like... And the tracking back and forth and the whole, like all that added stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. So this was a while ago. This was about like 16 years ago. And then at a super young age, I, you know, I've, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. It was just a matter of time. And, you know, I was informally teaching people how to cook, you know, my family, friends. I had uh, 
went to a couple of Macy's cooking classes in the city. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, totally. The cellar. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That was just like a flashback. But um, (laughs) attending a class with my mom, I'm like, wait, what? You can actually like do this for a living. Why not? So uh, one thing led to the next. And I opened up a storefront in Burn County, New Jersey. And I had a very cute 800 square foot kitschy kitchen that hosted cooking parties, after school programs for kids, team building events. Cool Um, idea. And it was awesome. In those five years I had the storefront, I had three kids. So it was (laughs) definitely time to restructure the business with my lease ending. And the rest is history. I mean, I I created a really nice community there and a loyal Mm -hmm. following from my actual storefront that honestly, 12 years, I mean, this was whatever, six, seven years ago. Those same people are my virtual cooking class students today because they've taken in-person classes before. Or, you know, their um, niece or nephew, or they remember a team building event that they did with their company mm-hmm. there. So it's I think the power of community, really. I was going to say it's a power of community and you never know where life takes you. So always give your best foot forward. You know what I mean? You could totally, I could totally have said, well, I'm never going to see these people again. Who knows? But <laughs> I just feel like you never know. Well, you know? that's not your style anyway. Exactly. So. <laughs> no way. Fast forward to now, I teach cooking classes online to adults and kids. And I also offer private chef services, which is something that kind of came about after I um, restructured at the storefront after I'd lost my lease there. And then I had people who were taking cooking classes ask me for private chef services. So, And so in your private chef services, you are going to people's homes, preparing their weekly meals, all of that? Exactly, exactly. And a lot of people these days have dietary restrictions, you know, mm-hmm. as we talked about in the past, vegan or gluten-free, low salt, and the big issue is like, you cannot be a short order cook at home, right? As yeah. as the person who cooks a lot or <laughs> um, as the matriarch or patriarch of the family, it's really hard to make separate meals. And that's where we come and play. That's awesome. And, you know, I know that you've got this focus on plant powered and healthy eating. And I love that piece because, you know, also a focus on family. And, you know, that is something for a lot of us who are moms to help open the, that's a gateway into healthy eating and introduction of different foods to our kids, because you really have a way of approaching it and making it delicious, making it accessible, all of that. And so in your private chefing, are you also plant focused? Or um, Yeah. A lot of our clients know us for making vegetables taste amazing. You know, they're like, oh, Chef Rama, I can never cook broccoli at home the way you do. But I think it's respecting, you know, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, good fats in the same way that you would respect meat or cook meat mm-hmm. or give importance to meat. So the way the, what we talk about with plant fat powered, not plant based, I say, because mm-hmm. it's crowding your diet in with fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds and good fats. So then automatically you're crowding your diet out of all the processed stuff or heavy meats or processed meats. So I'm not saying I'm vegetarian. I'm just saying. Right, right. I just, I just have kind of switched the plate. So now 50% of my plate is vegetables, 20% is meat, and then whatever. I'm so bad at math right now, but the rest, the rest is the carbs. <laughs> right, and, right. Um, and I just consume less meat. And when I do, I'm really aware of where it's coming from and what type of meat or seafood it is. Yeah, totally. And especially nowadays, like that's something with so many hormones and antibiotics and all of that kind of stuff. Like I feel like that was... 
you know, I don't consider myself a crunchy, I'm doing air quotes, crunchy mom, but I made my kids food, baby food all the way up. Like, I guess I do fall into that. I was like that woman who was like, I'm pureeing things. And, you know, I just feel like being really conscious of that, you know, uh, what we put into our bodies and especially as they're developing so much, you know, as well. So I love that fact. And, you know, you've also, one of the things that I, where I was mentioning the um, Lassie milkshake, you've done a lot of collaborations in your business as well. Like that's one thing I want to talk about because it is such a powerful way and an impactful way to meet new audiences and expand what you do and let more people know about what you do. So can you tell us a little bit about using collaborations in your business? Sure, sure. I've been a big believer in that from day one. I think it's always a win-win situation, if that makes sense. Whenever you collaborate Mm -hmm. with somebody, there's nothing to lose. There's nothing they have to lose, especially because you're not, if you believe in the same kind of overall cause and you have the same type of passion for your business, collaborating with somebody is probably one of the best things that you could do as a business owner. If you're just starting out, if you've been in business for a while, I think that you know, I, I always go to other businesses and I ask, you know, I kind of get to know them before I start the collab talk. Right, of course, of course. And then when I do, we realize that we have like layers of commonalities kind of happen. And um, I try to figure out some way or some, you know, something that can happen. And we recently collabed with a local ice cream shop. Right. And I got, um, that's where you tried the Lussie milkshake. And I wanted to bring my family's roots into these fusion ice creams. And so we did a mango blossy milkshake. We did a Russ Malai, which is a, um, a warm spiced ice cream with pistachio and cardamom and saffron. And then we did uh, a chai ice cream. Yeah, that was fun. I have another collab coming up at a pizza shop, actually. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. On that. It's so um, <laughs> in the works. But uh, again, met with the owner you know, power of social media, media, Sandra, you know that more than anybody, the power of social media met these people really through social media, connecting awesome. them. And then we take the next step by meeting in person. And then the next step and say, Hey, how can we work together? You know? Right. So and that's like another form, like a different form of community, what we were talking about, the power of community. And, you know, but I think people overlook that, like, I have to have X, experience or done or all of those accolades or something before that. And it's, it's really about bringing what you do forth in where it makes sense. If there's something that you're turned on by, you know, like the ice cream piece, like you're like, I have such, I have an idea. Let's make this work. Yeah. Um, And that was super cool. Sandra, to be honest with you, there's a lot of (laughs) people are good people. Everybody wants, I mean, honestly, most people I would say are good people and they want to see right, and right. They want to collaborate. And I think you really shouldn't stop yourself. If you have one person who is paying you money in your business or, you know, one client mm-hmm. or 20 clients, there's nothing too big or too small to collaborate. It's just do it because you have no clue where I'll take you. You just have to be open-minded. That's the bottom line. I mean, I remember first starting off at the storefront, there was a girl who did makeup down the street. So she had a makeup shop and you would think how could a chef and a makeup artist get together? And I hope she's hearing this podcast because she does. (laughs) And we collaborated by doing edible, like homemade facials and lotions with food products. And I did a bunch of appetizers. I've collaborated with a Pilates studio 
where it was like a health and wellness series. The whole point is you just have to be open-minded and get creative. Totally. And, you know, understand too, that you're not just like in the approach, you said it before, it, it's, it's a win-win. It works for both groups. Like you're both bringing something to the table, you know, to the collaboration. So I think sometimes people get hesitant, like, oh, I'm asking for this. It's like, no, you're bringing something to the table too. Your expertise, your creativity. I mean, I am so excited to hear about this piece of piece when it comes out, because that is like uber creative, right? It's like something, I, like, I feel like that's going to be really opening up a new flavor world in that realm. So I think, you know, we have to look at it like, yes, what you have is valid. Go on out and try and do that. And that's a great way for people to build their businesses as well in terms of getting introduced to each other's audiences and bringing, you know, bringing more visibility to both businesses. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I also know that you have a online course. (laughs) (laughs) which um, I love. I actually, I have to, you know, say in full disclosure, I actually purchased your course as a, um, as a customer before I helped you move into the next stage of like building it out in a different way. So to me, it's, uh, I I love that piece because, you know, it's a plant powered Instapot course um, that you do online. So like you were virtual before any of this, you know, you were kind of set up in the online course mode and going before the past, you know, year and a half, two years have happened. So that's kind of interesting because you were ready to kind of make that switch when everything happened, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, you know, I've been toying with this idea. I mean, again, pre-pandemic, like you said, I had the course ready at least six months before we got hit with coronavirus. But the fact is, is as in any industry, you have to think of different revenue streams, right? Mm-hmm. You have to. And I think it would be crazy if you didn't personally, or if you banked on just one thing that you did, because part of being an entrepreneur is kind of figuring things out all the time. And so I knew this was part of my plan. It's part of my, I call it, again, air quotes too, semi-retirement <laughs> plan. <laughs> and, um, you know, things like that would bring in some revenue without me doing the physical work of private chefing or teaching every time. So... My mom is my business partner and she's my partner, business partner. You know, she's retired from her. She's your personality partner on, um, on camera as well. You got it. You got it. <laughs> and uh, we decided to come up with this idea because, again, it was something that I think was needed in the industry that I'm in. We don't see mm-hmm. a lot of chefs come out with courses. I mean, m- maybe now things have changed in the last, what, year and a half, would you say, two years? Yeah, We're totally. Of all industries. Yeah, it's opened up a bit because people were forced to, right? Like you, I mean, not to make it focused on, you know, the pandemic piece, but you couldn't go to people's houses. Your business completely stopped. So you did have to pivot and reinvent yourself, which, you know, I do want to talk about like how you shifted into expanding your virtual classes and, you know, not only having your online course, but being live with people. Yeah. I say that's the ironic part of it all. Like you <laughs> that all the practice that I did filming and creating the online course was, oh my gosh, I'm thinking about that actually right now. I mean, you brought it up and I didn't even have a chance to reflect on it, but that helped me so much to take that whole practice and the concept and then start teaching live classes as soon as we were all shut down. And so I'd say March, right, of 2020. 
in April, the end of April, I came out with a whole roster of live cooking classes. And I wouldn't have felt so confident or excited yeah. or, or or even understand the process if I hadn't, you know, created that course before um, the, the... That's uh, awesome the insight. Um, yeah. Yeah, because it really did set you on a trajectory of being comfortable in front of the camera. Right. You know? And I, you know, and I was telling you earlier, like one of the things I admire about you is the work that you do has pushed you forward in embracing video in your business. You know, like you've done courses and, you know, of course with the cooking demos, it's a natural to be on video, but right. the virtual lives that you do in your Facebook group. And well, let's talk you know, about that. I mean, honestly, that's even precursor before the course. Cause now that I'm thinking about this, <laughs> I'm, like, oh, I'm like, wait, I need to like reflect on this and write it this down for myself. But even <laughs> I created the Instapot course, Again, the ultimate guide to plant-powered cooking in Instapot. So it's everything related to plants, cooking in Instapot, no ribs and pulled chicken or things like that. Yeah, which I love because I am a vegetarian. And when I go to look, that's what I get. I'm like, yeah, -hmm, Yeah, I know. Another stew. Exactly. Another beef stew. (laughs) I need a video you. (laughs) I need a video you. But before that, you know, for two to three years, I'll be honest, I was showing up doing Facebook Lives. And I thought no one was watching. Honestly, that's how the confidence really started. Where it's like, hey, I'm coming on every Wednesday. I started this in, I think, 2018. Every wow. week, on a Wednesday night, yep. I'm going to come up live. I'm going to teach a recipe. And I'm just going to, I'm going to wing it. I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to see, you know, what people say. And for two years, I kind of, again, created a confidence. I practiced. Mm-hmm. And I saw how people would interact with me while teaching. So it gave me a chance to multitask. And when you turn on, like when you press live on your phone, I just want to say for everybody, and you know more than anybody. The rush, the red face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're just not pressing live. I mean, there's prep to do. Even for a live that seems so right. easy, I'm getting the tripod. I'm making mistakes with the angles. Of course I am. Mm-hmm. I'm prepping some food ahead of time. I'm making sure people can hear me. I'm making sure I'm sharing it. This is another tricky one, sharing it in different groups or my personal page at the same time I'm going live. So all right, right, right. not knowing how it served me, what, four years later, served me. But you know, it's so interesting that point of like being visible requires us to have many talents, right? Like we have to dive into, you became a videographer, a, a production manager of your, you know, your set you know, a set designer, all of those pieces, you know, because right now, like you do such high quality videos, you know, we'll have a link to Rama's YouTube channel for everyone listening. They can check out. And of course her Facebook group, we'd want you to join and see, but like, there is a lot of prep that goes into it. And, you know, you've, you're also a chef, but now you're also like, you have this understanding of videography and using video in your business. And now you're taking it to reels. I mean, gosh, on your Instagram page, you're, I, I was, I like love, and, and you're so thoughtful about it. Like, here's what it looks like in the bowl. Like you're making sure that we get a glimpse of what it looks like, you know, and you're, so you're, it's so shows that you're refining those skills and to everyone listening, right? It's a long game. It's a long game with that too, like four years to... It is a long game and you don't ever know what you're doing. I think the bottom line, I keep on saying this, <laughs> you just have to be open-minded in every step of the way in your business because you don't know how it'll come back and help you or you don't know the lessons you're learning 
you're not really learning that moment or you're not thinking it's a big lesson at that moment. But then again, like I said, now I think about it and I'm reflecting with you live <laughs> as I'm right. speaking. But po- you know, four years ago, who knew that now, you know, all that video and and an experience of taking, you know, filming online would help. I mean, now I know what type of lights to buy. I'm just saying, not that I'm uh-huh. a tall person, but I bought a microphone to attach to my phone for my videos now. Like yeah. that's me. I'm like, wait, what? I'm doing right, that. exactly. <laughs> like you're so well versed in this other piece. Yeah. And you know, it also, I think I'm just gonna infer this, but During that whole transition time of going from in-person with being a personal chef, you know, to all of your virtual classes and things, like having that layer of confidence probably helped you a lot. Like there was so much uncertainty and it was scary and you're like, okay, like, but not being the first time you ever flipped on the video probably really helped in that transition as well. It really helped. And I'll be honest with you. And I think I've spoke to my business coach about this too. I'm the master of doing things imperfectly all the time. Like I (laughs) will not wait. I do have an issue being, you know, being a perfectionist in certain parts of my life. But when it comes to showing up on video specifically or Uh just business, I feel like it's better to be done or show up than being perfect about it. Because honestly, no one is going to realize that you didn't follow your script. No one is going to realize that you missed out an ingredient in the recipe that you were going to be teaching. You know what I mean? So it's like you just have to keep on pushing forward, showing up. And honestly, perfection can be the enemy when it comes to video because you're never going to I think that's also character building with the relationship as well. Like, and maybe that wasn't the right term, but like when you're like, oops, I forgot to put this in. Don't forget you guys put the cinnamon in, you know, like people are like, uh, yeah, that happens to all of us, yeah. right? Yeah. That's me. Like, I think it lets you be real about things and it doesn't take away your expertise. It's no. a human piece that comes in and we're all like, oh girl, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, that's the thing, right? When you're going to take real estate in my mind or on my phone for me to watch you or see your video, I want to make sure that I'm like watching someone who I'm relating to and it's not a robot and a real human being and um, I can interact with them and all that for me, at least that's, that's like big check marks for me to, you know, enjoy what you're sharing on video. I I don't want to see a robot and I don't want to see someone who's super highly, I don't know, you know, newscaster. I'm not saying I do love newscasters. I'm just right, right, right. Well, you know, that is one of the joys of watching you and Anita, your mom, because you guys have that together. You know, you're, you're so comfortable with one another. You're like, oh no, no. Okay. What are you saying? You know, like, and you have this history, right? There's like a banter that goes on. Yeah. So, you know, that really comes through both of your personalities. With the kids, like I bring my kids on to my lives or my reels or, you know, things on Insta stories. And it's like, that's real life. I mean, we all are Mm -hmm. trying to with their kids. I mean, I know I've had your daughter in a class with me, I think. Yeah, I did last yeah. year. And it was so cute and so endearing, but it's real life. Like we want to yeah. make memories in the kitchen with the kids, but you have to start somewhere. And so this is my version of creating my memories with my kids on video for my business in front of other people. That's what I'm Totally. Doing. Totally. Yeah. And they'll have it to look back on. That's awesome. Exactly. And you know, one other exciting thing that's come about in, you know, recently for your business that 
you appeared on the Food Network show Chopped. So like, I laugh because I'm like, as moms, we're always doing our own version of Chopped, right? Once a week for dinner, right? Like, I've got this, I got this, here's your dinner. But you actually really like went all out. So like, how did this come about? Like, what is the, like, how did that start? Do you know? I'm just laughing because in one of the um, interview questions, they were like, do you have what it takes to compete on Chopped, right? So they're, they kind of, they only, they, I would say that I'm sorry, I take this back. They don't only, but I think they prefer restaurant chefs just because mm-hmm. when you're a restaurant chef, you're on the line. So you right. have that pressure on a daily basis. What I do for a living. Yes, there is pressure, but I'm not on, you know, on the line. In a okay, time frame, right? Yeah. But then I asked them, I go, are you a mom of three kids? Feeding them three times a day and then having like random kids show up at your house for dinner. Do you know how it is to run a business and drive your kids and come home and cook meals? Yes, chopped is going to be <laughs> totally fine for me to compete on. <laughs> like you said, it's a chopped episode in all our kitchens. Yeah, I'm like, what do we have tonight? You know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I love that. <laughs> you know what? Again, I kept on showing up online, social media, video. Even though people would might think I'm crazy, like, oh my gosh, you show up a lot. Do you see any fruits of your labor? That's the thing. You might not see something directly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I saw you on um, September 30th at 11 a.m. Right, you know, right. And that's why I booked a class with you. It's nothing like that, but it's just being consistent. And I think what chopped, um, I got an email from a casting agency and I didn't even know how I got on this email list. And uh, ironically, my daughter was in the car with me and she's going through my phone and she was like, mom, do you see this? And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. Just ignore it. Like I'm not yeah, interested. Don't delete it though. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not interested. And uh, she actually, ten years old at that time, she actually filled out the form for the casting agency on the phone on the way to dance class. Which uh, and I was like, "Why did you do that?" Freaking out on her. Right. <laughs> Fast forward later, four or five interviews with you know with different people, and um, I got to I got accepted to be on it. And oh my gosh, what a ride! and talk about the rush, talk right. about the adrenaline rush. It was amazing. We, uh, we flew to the studios, the discovery studios, filmed the episode, met amazing. Oh, folks. it's not filmed in New York. Not it's filmed in LA. Uh, no, Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See like that's yeah. it. I never knew that. Yeah. Tennessee. So discovery headquarters is in Tennessee, Knoxville, okay. Tennessee. And, uh, this was, like the heart of the pandemic, right in the middle of it. And did I think I was making it like getting on a plane? Yeah, it was a chance of a lifetime. I was very sick. I'm just saying. I'm just um, going to wrap my whole head up and just go. Yeah, I just want to breathe for the two-hour yeah. flight. There is, wear like quadruple mask. But anyways, it was, uh, it was such a rush. It was honestly probably don't tell my husband this or my kids, but probably one of the best days of my life. I mean, really, it was everything that you've been working towards as a, you know, budding chef when you're cooking school. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, when you are kind of contemplating your life at times or thinking, man, this entrepreneur life is tough. Talk about a confidence booster. I mean, being there and competing with such a confidence booster. And it's also a taste of what's possible. Like, I'm sure you left being like, you know, inspired by like, are you kidding me? I wanted to apply to anything so around any, (laughs) the night I competed, I'm like, what else can I compete? Let me just do a quick search. How else can I be in other shows? This is such a thrill. Right. Right. 
Awesome. I would never have felt like that if I didn't go through it. And again, I think it's just showing up because you never know who's watching. I'm sure, yeah. you know, they, they check you out before. I mean, I'm sure they thoroughly checked me out on social media and probably saw videos and, you know, things like that. So I think it's honestly, it's just showing up all the time, even when right. no one's watching you. Even if you have and that one view, that one person on your live, who cares? You don't know who that person is. You don't know. You don't know and who their it, sister is. Who their and uncle it goes is. on, right? <laughs> right? Right? And they go on. Like just having that live, you know, there might be one person live, but then that's that's on your your um timeline. That's on your feed. That's you know, there now as part of it for people to go back to. So there are a few things I want to point out about this experience and you leveraging it. You know, number one is that your business was prepared. Like, I love that. You know, you had your website set up with offers. You had your Instagram and your YouTube ready for people who like saw you to be able to follow you and get more of you. So I love that, you know, you didn't just go in willy-nilly. Like you did some things and and were ready for that to be able to, 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 to take that on. And then number two, I am like, this is the brilliant idea. You created a mini course as seen on Chopped, the Thai chocolate peanut curry recipe, which is such a clever way to extend your presence from the show because that was such a popular recipe. It, you know, got all the accolades and everything. And to be able to just say, hey, you like that? Here's a way in, you know, and it's not a big deal. It's just a mini course to get the recipe and see how you do it. So, you know, I love that. Like I said, it's a very clever way of extending that presence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we came at, we kind of came up with the idea very quickly and shout out to my husband who does not hear my podcast for any, uh, I don't ask me why, but we're in like total different fields, but I hope he's hearing this because honestly, he's the one, he was one of the ones that was like, wait, we got to film this. I mean, people really want it and they keep on asking you and they want to know the behind the scenes of this Thai chocolate peanut curry recipe. So let's do it. And I'll be honest, he loves through my business. He actually has a passion for video. So him oh. and I up filming a lot together. I mean, not everything. I never knew that. Yeah, he does. And the editing, I mean, through basically filming my first video, and I should find it. I should really find my first videos on YouTube year, I don't know, 2009. Oh, my gosh. And just see the quality there to compare to now. It's so funny. But it's always been a work in progress and having a supportive partner. I mean, seriously, not that I'm trying to get sappy, but he's definitely he's passionate about it and he loves it. And that's been a huge part of the video success, too. Again, not everyone, not the ones on the phone, but if we're doing something like the Thai course. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you bring up a really interesting point as well in this whole aspect of being a business owner. Like, you know, it is a family piece. Like, you've got your mother, your kids, and your husband involved. And without that piece, I mean, where, you know, there are people who don't have that. And it's just like, oh, you know, to be in a supportive environment yes, yes. in every aspect. I mean, because as moms, we are juggling getting three kids to their different practices. I mean, I'm now back in this school time frame where I'm like, Five to eight. Don't call me. I can't do anything. I'm going to different places every night. Five to eight. Yeah. So, but Sandra, don't you want your kids also? But when I think about this, at least for my family, I say, don't you want your kids to be excited? Watch you as an example and be like, "Hey, Mama's super excited in what she does." 
she's really passionate. She loves what she does. You, I mean, ironically, I, I, you know, I think about that and it's, it doesn't happen in every situation, but I want them to look at me as an example that do something that they love so much so that they can make a business out of it or make money, you know, off of it. And if they can't, they can't. I'm just saying that's my wish for my children and all the kids in the world out there, to be honest. Yeah, totally. I mean, I I love, okay. They don't feel like, I guess the word is if they don't feel resentment towards mommy's job, mm-hmm. then that's when you're like, I'm just navigating through this gray area of entrepreneurial mom world, but it's definitely doable and it's going to happen because my children are seeing me. They're watching the difference I'm making. They're seeing the passion. It's going to be okay. Yeah, definitely. And you know, my daughter will listen on her Alexa device to the podcast at night going to bed. So she will hear this. You know, there's a few, she doesn't listen to all of them, but there's some that I'm like, I'll play this one for her. I'll say, Oh, you know, Chef Ramazan, you'll have to listen. And so to me, that is like, your mom is coming through just like the audiobooks are coming through, just like, you know, all these other pieces are coming through. (laughs) Talk about a bedtime story. I mean, exactly. I'm like, she listens to what I talk about and, and, you know, pays attention, you know, she'll always say like, Oh, is that who is that, that? And, you know, so, you know, we have that responsibility, but I think the lesson from me that I want to show them is that you can craft what you want. Like for me, it's about crafting this business from my home so that you guys can do whatever you want and I'll get you there. You know, I will get you there. So sign up, do it. You're interested in that. Like that to me is like one of my joys is being like, I will take off from this time to this time and then I'll go back to work or, you know, at nine o'clock at night and finish up what I need to because I'll drive you there, you know, like so that they, they can see that they can craft whatever because my husband does work in a regular job where he's out and gone and it's, uh you know, it's specialty arranging for certain things if he's, you know, so. I love that. I love that. I love that you shared that, like that flexibility that you have yet, you know, you get to follow your passion and do what you want to do and yet you got to also support your kids and their passion and what they want to do. Totally. So that's like, uh, you know, one of the Im- real important, you know, drivers for me is that, yeah. you know, so, well, awesome. You know, this has been so amazing. I mean, Rama, so wait, let, first of all, tell us what's coming up. I mean, there's, we know there's a pizza collab. So yes. we'll, as we get info, yes. we'll have to drop yes, that. But what else is going on? Yeah, there's a pop-up coming that for, for the pizza collab, Plant Powered, of course. Then I have the ultimate guide to plant powered cooking in the Instapot course, which is I open up that course for new students. I would say, you know, every month or every couple of months, depending. And I always have fun bonuses. And I'm excited for the next launch for this one because there's going to be a lot of holiday bonuses. Oh, that's exciting. And I saw too that you can, you will ship an Instapot to someone's home. Like they don't even have to pick out the, like, you know exactly what they need. And I have to tell you too, in this Instapot course, if you're not familiar, there is a whole precursor about like a whole lesson on how to use it, how to get it set up, how to like, so if you're new to it, you don't have to fear. how to clean it. And I even have Mm -hmm. little videos in there of how to chop an onion, how to do herbs, how to, emulsify a vinaigrette. So we really are holding your hand throughout the whole whole course because the last thing that I want you to ever feel is lost. 
Yeah, that's yeah. definitely my goal. Ever. Overwhelm. You're the overwhelm, like, exactly. on overwhelm. Exactly. <laughs> and then we have um, Asin on Chopped, the mini course of how to make the so Thai cool. curry. So if you watch the episode and you want to learn how to make that, that's a very thorough step-by-step version and video on how to do that. And then the next thing that we're working on, honestly, is two things. I don't know when they're going to be done, but they're in the process is, can't believe I'm going to say this, Sandra, it's going to be the first time I'm going to publicly say this out loud. So I'm not very sure, but uh, the timeline. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to say it and it's going to help you do it. Yeah, exactly. Two things, a kid centered cookbook slash storybook. Awesome. That has been a bucket list item for, I don't even know how long. So basically it's taking kids through a, a fun, interactive storybook, but with r- recipes in there and then hand oh, wow. in hand a, a kid's course related to that. So hand in hand. So if the kids want to take it to the next level and actually want to see it on video or do it on video, just like my virtual cooking yeah. classes with the kids, it's just going to be pre recorded. So that's hand in hand. So that's, that's, oh my gosh, that's, that's awesome. Game. That's, you know, it's Sandra, that's the long game. But that is in the works and um, I'm hoping in the next year I can come back here and share. And that's a great time frame. Like I love that forward thinking without saying like, I got to jam it together and shove it out the door. Like it's about just having vision and doing things long term and uh, seeing those ideas come out. Yep. Yeah. Totally. And you know, I want to also just say that anyone, whether you're local to Bergen County or virtual, you can hop on Rama's site. We'll have links and book for cooking parties, corporate workshops, different things. So these things can happen virtually as well. And they're really fun ways to connect. I've done them. My daughter's done them. You know, we've, you know, there's just a really good energy about it. So, and of course, if you're local and want to book something, Rama will, um, Come over to your house and thank you. zhuzh it up. Yes, yes, yes. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. That's so true. Awesome. All right, guys. Rama, thank you so much for being here. And you guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.